Hey, how you doing? We're back. Relief builds bridges. And I was thinking about what the title was going to be, but I'm just going to go where we're taking the text from. And it's funny because I was sitting in church, but it even started before I was sitting in church. I was driving to church and something was telling me like how people really don't accept the gospel. How they don't accept the principles, the, 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 the promises. And it's, it's right there in black and white. So I said, you know what? Let me try to do something where uh, it's, it's relevant to everyday life for everyone. So when I was driving, I listened to some music. And the thing about it, when you listen to worship and praise music and you really get into it, it, it takes you somewhere else. The, the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his pe- people. And I completely understand that. And I start to feel it now when I go into the worship. We were traveling, my wife and I, we went to New York and we were staying at my mother-in-law's house. And you know, my wife, she brings the worship with her. So she was worshiping in the house. And then my mother-in-law started hearing her worship and she joined in and just a peace just came over the place. It's something that we have to incorporate in our everyday life, but it's not like a ritual or routine. It's something that is needed to make us have more of existence. Like we can't go without drinking water. We can't go without air. We can't go without eating food. So the believer, the spirit-filled believer needs to get to the point that worship is a part of your everyday life and it's not a routine. It's not a it's not a ritual. It's something that you want to do because he loves you so much. It's something that you're, you're grateful that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life before the foundation of the earth. Worship is very important and we need it. And it, it, it changes your mindset. It changes everything about you. And what I want to say is that I'm sitting here thinking while, while I'm while I'm driving to church. Okay, I'll go to another example. We were watching a movie, my wife and I, and we were seeing how prevalent mental health is and how people are stuck on medication. And the medication is not the health. The medication is just suppressing the way how you are, making you feel tired all the time. So I'm like, why would you want to do this when you can go to Jesus? Jesus died on the cross, so you don't have to suffer from mental health. You don't have to suffer from depression, anxiety, affliction. I'll say this, and nope, I say this. Some healing is spontaneous, and some healing takes time. But I don't care how much time it takes as long as I'm getting healed. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that would agree with me. So... Now that I'm sitting in church, I was driving to church, I was thinking about that. Now I'm actually coming to church. So I'm worshiping on my way in. I get in, the worship is there, and then boom, here I go. Scripture comes straight to my mind about this. And I'm like, oh, I got to hurry up and do a podcast. And the scripture is Psalms 107, 
verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their own destruction. And I said, wow. I mean, this right here, we could probably talk about it for about three or four days because there's so many subjects in the subject. One, when it says he sent his word, a lot of us literally think it's his word because he did, but it tells us in John that Jesus is the word. So he sent his son, he sent his word, and to heal us and deliver us from our own destruction because a lot of times the afflictions that we have is something that was either generational or something that we did to trigger that to happen. You smoke cigarettes for 20 years and you get lung cancer, why would you be surprised? You, you drank every day for 25 years and you get cirrhosis of the liver, why would you be surprised? We do a lot of things, you know, you eat, you eat, you know, sweets all day, every day and want to know why you come up with diabetes or you have a poor eating habit and want to know why you have hypertension, whatever it was. See, God is so fair and knows so much about us that even when we bring it upon ourselves, he sent his son to heal us and to deliver us. Jesus hung on the cross for something that he didn't do. He wasn't the one who had the wrong eating habits to get hypertension. He wasn't the one drinking all day every day to get cirrhosis of the liver. He wasn't the one who smoked 20 packs of cigarettes to get lung cancer. He didn't do it, but he died so that we don't have to suffer through it. So what I'm saying is that if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior, accept him into your heart. Let him show you a new way to live. Let him show you that life, even though we make mistakes, he died and suffered for our mis make our mistakes. So we don't have to, it's, it's not a decision that has to be lifelong. When you, when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, the Bible tells you that you become a new creature. The Bible also says that you have to change that mindset that you had when you was in the world, but now that you belong to the kingdom of Christ, your mindset is different. These are all things we have to take into consideration so that we can have a new lease on life, so that Christ did not hang on the cross and die for nothing, because he did it for us. He did it so that we can see things through a different lens. He did it so that no matter what circumstance or situation that came our way, that if we humble ourselves, if we're obedient, we submit ourselves and go to Christ, he can change it. 360 degrees. He can turn a bad situation into a good situation. I love Romans 8.28. All things work for the good for those that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. I love that scripture. It, it, it fits. I grew up if it, if it don't if it don't fit, don't force it. But what I'm telling you is that the word is compatible for our life as believers. The word will take us from a, a low place and bring it to, to a high place. The, the, the word, if there's affliction, it'll bring us from a, being afflicted to being fixed 
wholeness. I, I hear people all the time, but we have to understand if you seek you first the kingdom and all this righteousness, everything else will be added. God is making it simple. All we have to do is surrender. All we have to do is believe. All we have to do is get out the way. All we have to do is recognize that God does not need our help, but we need his. We have to recognize that he is faithful in everything that he does. So we pray for humility. We pray that we have a sound mind. We pray that love is a part of our everyday reality. We, we, we pray these things. And if you pray with hope, if you pray with expectation, if you believe what his word says, it says it will deliver you from your own destruction. So, real quick, well, it's not real quick because it's the decision that will determine your eternity. If, if, if Jesus Christ is not your Lord and personal Savior, say, Jesus, I invite you into my heart now. I, I want you to be my Lord and I want you to be my Savior. I, I, I want to be a new creature in Christ. I, I want you to forgive me for all my sins. I want that incorruptible seed in my everyday life because through salvation, I, I get the Holy Spirit. And if you can say this, and if you can believe this, welcome to the kingdom. Until next time, belief builds bridges. Sharing is caring. If you like what you hear, share it. It's the good news of the gospel. Until next time, shalom.